So our scripture reading is Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Good morning, church. I think I surprised all the graduates with that thing. That was fun. Um, let's uh, take a moment and call Jonathan out on his lie of having his voice gone, okay? I'm going to keep that excuse in my pocket when I don't want to do so. <laughs> tricky, tricky. It's the spirit. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so I want to tell you a story um, of a time when I was in seminary, right? Uh, they didn't tell me until the senior year that I needed this internship and that the internship required an interview. So if I didn't pass this interview, I couldn't graduate for a whole other year, right? So here I am, sitting at a table with nine other chaplains of Johnson City Medical Center with the question, what are you good at? I have never met these people in my life. I am a three on the Enneagram scale, okay? And I need to know the expectations that you want from me. I didn't know if they wanted me to say that I'm good with sickness and death that you see so often in the hospitals, or if they wanted me to be on time for school every day, I, maybe I'll do it. I'll, I'll try real hard, but I didn't know what they wanted to ask me, and so my mind just rushes through a list, and the only thing I can think of is I'm good at loving. That's kind of lame, but that's the thing that I keep going back to. It d doesn't matter where I am or uh, what group I'm in, I'm always looking at the people that are on the fringe that need to be invited into the group. It's just something about me. So that's what I say. I go for it. I'm good at loving. And then all these things start cycling in my head. Uh, well, I got a friend who's much better at it than me, actually, uh, and I, I'm blabbing out the mouth in this interview just like this. Uh, yeah, this guy, you know, he's really great at picking up people when they're stranded on the side of the road during a weather storm. I don't have a car, so I can't really do that, but uh, I'm, I, I think I'm kind of good. I'm working on it. And the director of chaplains is sitting across and says, why can't you just say that you're good at loving? A week later, I get noticed that I got the internship. Thank God. <laughs> um, <clears throat> And during class and during uh, the times that we're in the hospital working with um, the sick and the dying, we, we uncover some things in my life that I didn't know about. It's in a classroom that we're going around to each other, and the classmates are saying what we notice about each other. And every classmate said something about how I had inspired them to love more aggressively. They had stories to go with it, too, things like how I invited myself to a birthday party just so I could give them a gift and a hug. Uh, I don't know why I did that. I don't even remember doing it, but they did. And it's the power of that spoken word that had rebuilt so much that my broken childhood had torn down. And I didn't know how powerful that could have been. So, today is a very special day. We're celebrating our graduates. And for a moment, I want to specifically speak to them, but don't worry, I'm going to talk to the congregation together as a whole in just a second. Because graduation... We want, to, we want to mark that. We want to figure out what that is. Graduation has been something that you've been working on, pouring your heart and your soul into for probably four years, maybe less. And it's going from, grad, uh, from school 
to something new, something a little unknown, a little mysterious, right? Kind of maybe nervous, but definitely excited about it. But you're moving from one place that's known to a place that's unknown. You probably feel like my friend Neo from The Matrix. Yes? Look, yo, I'm a nerd. I love to talk about Pokemon, board games, and especially movies. Some of my favorite movies, you probably know, It's a Wonderful Life, or Forrest Gump, Goodwill Hunting. Another one is The Matrix. And if you haven't seen The Matrix, it's about the human race against the robots. Okay, it's not the Terminator, don't worry. It's a different one. Um, and Morpheus, the leader of this human race, is standing with Neo, the main character, the person that, person that we're supposed to envision as us, the viewer. They're standing at a door, and Morpheus looks to Neo and says, I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. And that quote stuck with me for the rest of my life. However, I misquoted it the entire time and you know, sent my life on a different trajectory, but it's okay. Because I misheard it. I thought Neo said, or Morpheus said, you're the only one walking through the door. And so that's how I treated, uh, that's how I thought when I first got kicked out of my house and had to stay with a family friend for my senior year of high school. That's how I treated uh, going to college with all these new people that made better grades than me. I felt alone in that. But then when I look back, I realize I was never really alone. You see, I happened to start going to church my junior year of high school, uh, truly for the first time, and I became a Christian then. And with that small amount of time with this church, a small group decided to give me $10,000 to go to school for my first year. Even more than that, they decided to fund a mountain bike and all the gear that I needed to be on the cycling team for a scholarship. And then I get a call my or sophomore year, had, hadn't even talked to my high school counselor in years, but she gives me a call and says, hey, we're starting a scholarship foundation and we want you to be our first recipient of $20,000. Who are you again? I, I forgot your name. What? I completely was astounded by all these things that had happened. And even more than just money, people supporting me and praying for me and guiding me, building me up, making the person I am today. See, Annie, she read Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, and it talks about this cloud of witnesses, this mysterious thing that connects us past, present, and future, bringing us together, building us up, supporting us. And I want to talk about that a little bit, but I know it's, I'm talking about matrix, I'm talking about cloud, I'm talking about all these nerdy things. I need to make this tangible, right? So in this moment, I want to ask all my graduates to stand up on the second step, right up here, and face the crowd. Lucy didn't know this. and so, <laughs> Everybody, come up here, stand up, and face the crowd for a second, okay? And if, here's the opening. If I haven't invited you to this before, just now, and you're graduating, I'd love for you to be a part of this. Come and stand up if you're brave enough. Okay. Here's the moment, crowd, where you come in. Okay? I want you to stand up if you meet any of these requirements. I'm going to say something, and if you meet that requirement, stand up and remain standing until I tell you to sit down, okay? If you were there when any of these students were baptized or confirmed, please stand up. Cool. If you have mentored in any way any of these people, please stand up. Cool. And if you've talked to and encouraged 
these graduates. Stand up. Great. Now, if you have done any of those things to any of the people currently standing, please stand up. Now, hear me out. If you're in this room, I need you to stand up, and here's why. Okay? Because you've showed up today, you're a part of this community, and you pray for this community. And that's what that cloud of witnesses means. We are a part of this mysterious thing, this interconnected web that builds us together, encourages each other, and moves forward together. So graduates, you're not alone. These people right here, and even imagine the people who are online or in the past or in the future that have paved the way for you. This is the uh, cloud of witnesses that surrounds you and helps you go through that door. Thank you. You all can sit down. And I, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I skipped a step. My bad. If you're with us, if you're worshiping with us, I want you to extend your hand because we're going to pray. We're going to take this moment and pray. Okay? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you for these graduates and where you've brought them from and where you're going to uh, bring them to. No matter what the trial, no matter what they face, Lord, be with them. Help them feel the presence of this cloud of witnesses. Help us know when they need us so that we can be there. And furthermore, uh, help us build each other up so that no one is alone. We love you and thank you for the day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This is the last thing I got to say. It's so easy to build someone up, to be a part of this cloud of witnesses, it just takes a small spoken word. It just takes someone saying, you're good at this, to completely rebuild what has been broken. Never miss that chance. It's great to worship with you. Love you guys.